Fate with Napoleon complex Creases in my sneakers, I be running from nonsense Trying to figure out if I could withdraw nonsense My neighborhood around me like, where your dimes at? We're pretty much, we're good, we're running Guys, we are now live, it is Saturday, October 24th Yeah, October 24th Did you vote yet? We are here in the studio with a few guests You know... My name is Trump. I don't know, Kev, Kev, you got to do it. Biggs, you do it the best. You do the best Trump impersonation. I'm not really sure what you're talking about, <laughs> but I'm going to need you to start this pod right now. <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Nobody's Podcast. We got a few guests with us. We have, I forgot y'all niggas' names. We got Alex in the building. Lex, how you doing, big bro? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. First time yes. here was good, y'all. Uh, we were so happy to have you. We got King Paulie in the building, and he doesn't even have a mic in his hand. But Are we on a, the air? Yes, we're on the air. We got King Paulie, and next to King Paulie, we got this nigga Neon. Neon, how are you doing today, sir? I can't hear you, but great! There you go. Let me ask you something. To the people in here who have beards, what's 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 the trick to growing the beard? I, I kind of want to know. Moisturize the skin under your beard. If your shit is bullshit and dry, hair's not going to grow. Bro, I moisturize my shit. I play with my shit. I comb it. And I mean, when I comb it, hairs come out. But someone to the left of me in the corner said, you know, just pick it out. Pick it out. And I was no, like, okay, I'm going to keep combing it. I'm going to keep combing it. And more hair just continues to rip off my fucking face. You you abuse your skin when you constantly pick out your yeah. beard. <laughs> so, I mean, some people can grow a fuller beard. Like, he's always been able to grow, like, a fuller beard. I can grow a fuller beard. Shut the fuck up, you chin strap motherfucker. Paul, I don't know how the fuck this nigga got a beard out of nowhere. This nigga had 360 waves and then turned into, like, the beard poppy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lex, Lex had that mustache. I, I grow, look, if this shit stays unchecked, it grows into, like, an 80s porn stash. We don't like that. Nobody likes that. Nah, I love keeping mustache like that. I would love it. Neon, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I don't know. All up top. I seen your pops. He doesn't even have facial hair, so I figured you wasn't getting any. Nova... You're everyone in the family has facial hair except for you. I don't know what happened. You just it's, it's kind of okay. bullshit. It's okay. It's pretty funny. <laughs> bullshit. Okay. All right. So we we just gonna start this thing off, man. So first first guest that we got today is King Paulie. How you doing, buddy? First one. The first one. Get it out the way first, like the classes. I'm weak. How you doing, man? I'm good. Yes, sir. Me and King Paulie go way back. Well, all of us go way back. We pretty much all grew up together through middle school. I actually found out. Like, maybe when we actually started getting close, I found out that he actually lived down the block, and I didn't even fucking know. Well, you, you what you live near? Chris Cobb? Huh? You live next to Chris Cobb, right? Yeah, a block away. God damn. And I found out where Roy lived, and then that's when I found out where y'all live. Fucking Roy. Roy, Roy I know where Jack lives, though. <laughs> Roy, Roy, let me tell you something about Roy. Roy, if you're listening, and Deja, too. Debbie Olia. They used to come to our crib and fuck us up on our own fucking lawn. And our grandmother used to watch it and I say nothing. So fucking crazy. How do you? They're just playing. No, we're not fucking no, playing. Get no. my ass whooped. We're getting washed. You decided not to help me. You Deja, was, Deja was a girl beating me up. I'm like, yo, bruh, what's going on? Playing paws on you. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So Mr. King Paulie, tell us a little bit about yourself if you can. I know that question is a little... Yeah, it's a little broad, yeah. it's a little, little broad, but anything that you can say, you know, what you got going on right now. What I got going on, well, as y'all know, I'm a producer, I make beats. I just recently promoted myself, so follow me at King Poli, see my beats. Um, 
Yeah, you can ask me whatever. Yeah, I know me, so just ask me. Yeah, that we, they we, we we know you. Uh, when did you get into making beats? Probably like two years ago. Mm. But I didn't take it serious till this year. What made, the year. what made you take it serious? Uh, I just felt like uh, it's one of those things I didn't want to look back and say I didn't try. So mm-hmm. I just had to get serious about it. Yeah. Before you making beats, what were you doing before that? Work, <laughs> pretty much. Working, that's all. Working for the man. Sooner or yep. later, we're not going to be working no more, man. Listen, if y'all got something, do not work for the man. Work for yourself. Fuck these nine to five. Well, it's okay to work for the man, but utilize it as a way to work for yourself eventually. I like that. See, as far see as what you need he wants. And then get out. Yeah. Um, so you're making beats out. Um, what? Who are some of the producers that you look up to now that you would say you get most of your influences from? Or you just like, just get like a loop or something and you just start just creating? Uh, that's a two part question. Wow, someone part, just shot. Someone just shot a. Sorry, guys. Someone just shot a bazooka outside of the podcast. God, yeah. I don't know what the fuck yeah, that was. So we might we might lose us in a minute. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the first part of that question, um, the producers that influenced me were like uh, Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin wants some more. Yeah, nigga. Facts. Everybody know Metro Boomin's a goat. Uh, Southside and Zaytoven. Uh. I'm not gonna get too much into it, but like their stories are like pretty much they were like some regular ass people with jobs, and they was just doing things that they had. They was making music and doing what they had to do to survive, and um, they made it happen. So like their stories inspired me, especially Metro Boom, because when I found him, I was in college. He was in college, so it's like it's like the, there's a saying like you see someone from your circumstances make it, you mm. can too. So yeah. Like, once I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, this is like it's a possibility. That's fucking fire. I'm not gonna lie. Shout out to City Tech. No. <laughs> Fuck City Tech. Know, I went, this nigga stalking. Are you stalking? Him? You do, yeah, nigga. I was there before I left. Yeah. Right. Don't yeah. For, don't forget that. <laughs> you so, you saw him, you saw him at City Tech. Yeah. You was watching. You didn't say nothing. We knew we went to the same school. We nigga. knew. We we knew we went. I just don't remember. <laughs> listen, I'm listen here, bitch. Hey, so I I remember you telling me um. Someone that you know, uh, shot. You told me he had put you on. Well, not really. He put you on, but I guess you also got oh, influence like from he, that. Uh, yeah. Seed. Tell us about that. He didn't put me on to making beats, but like I used to go to the studio with him, so that's when I was exposed to it. So yeah, that's when I, uh, <clears throat> like, uh, I went in the studio and the guy was playing the beats. And I saw him making them on the computer. I'm like, wait, all, all these sounds are coming from this. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I gotta try this." Because before I thought you had to be like classically, like musically inclined to like make beats, but that's not the case. Most beats today are made on a computer. Yo, that's <laughs> that shit is still mind-boggling to yeah, me yeah. because I'd be thinking you had to. They actually learn. made a new software you can make beats on the phone. I don't know who's done it yet, but uh, I guess that one day you'll probably hear radio hit from a phone. Yeah, would that? Can you consider that like? Garage band in a way. I don't know. I was about yeah, to yeah, say. Garage band's the same thing, but you don't want to get the good quality out of Garage Band. But I think they made like the software I use. They put it on the mobile. So like, what software do you use? Uh, FL Studio. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. I hear that FL about fucking Studio. I hear about it a lot. Yeah, that's FL, Ableton. That's like yeah. You got FL, Ableton, Reason, Logic. Those are like the main ones. Studio One, but like FL is known for like all, like all the people I named. They use FL. It was like the easiest workflow. Hmm. If there's an artist that you could work with right now, if you can name, there's oh, too many. There's too many. <laughs> All right, off the, off the top. <laughs> At of this point, anyone just to get my name out. Just there, to get your name yeah, out there, exactly. but what's one that's where you would be like, oh my god, 
I mean, the same answer for everyone. Drake, once once he gets on anything yeah. you do, yeah, that's yeah. a golden ticket. That to money. Speaking Ooh, of Drake, happy birthday! Yeah. Happy birthday! Is his birthday today? Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, I thought his birthday was on the 29th. That's crazy. Why do you remember? Because <laughs> Scorpio thing, bro. When you when you when you Scorpio, it's different. When you a Scorpio nah, nah, and you a fan, nobody, bro. bro. Why do I know? Nah, nah, well, everybody knows it's his birthday today. Ooh. I mean, I didn't. Uh, you no, know, you did. Because when I said that, I, you looked lie. at me, you shook your head. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I'm a liar. <laughs> Look back at the video. Oh, man. How many... Um, you you said you said you tag already. Uh, how many beats have you made so far? I don't know. That's, I just I like that answer. Like, that boy just work. Huh? I like that answer. Just be working. Yeah, the boy really just work. If he would have told me like, yeah, I got like five, I'd have been like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. But you said I don't know. That means you really been like in the, the other lab day. Working. I like sat down and like organized them into folders so like I can know like dark beats, melodic, and that shit took me like three hours. But I didn't count how many. It's kind of like some rappers who just kind of like. <laughs> Hit the studio. Right. You sit. Like you just sit like, there for twelve hours, and all of a sudden you got like nine tracks, but no one right. will ever hear them. Yeah. Like there's a rumor Future has like more than a hundred unreleased songs, and he, this nigga dropped like how I many believe albums? It. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Like, nigga, you come out with another one like, next week. Goddamn. They just yeah. go in there and just compile. He's always just ready. Make, yeah. He's in the vault. Yeah. Do exactly. you do you have like a a certain? See, I'm probably saying this wrong, but do you have like a certain style like? Um, Maybe more like, maybe more like yeah, a sound. Certain, not, like, not a style, a yeah, like certain style. sound or like. Signature style. Yeah. Uh, working towards it, I can't say that. That's more something I'd have to ask people because they, like sometimes you do things that you don't notice, but then you'll hear my beat and you'll be like, oh, you always do that drum pattern. Like Juan, he points out like I always do a certain drum pattern. So, and then I realized like, yeah, I like that shit. So. That's like an artistic signature. You know, yeah, so yeah. Like you end up creating, ha- you end up creating habits without even necessarily knowing. Right. And then someone will know. Just by hearing them, be like, you know what, this sounds familiar. Boom. Right, right. So, connected. So certain, like, certain drum pattern, like, you, all right, you probably wouldn't notice, like, how you said Juan would say you have a certain drum pattern, or if you're making a beat, but, like, now nah, I gotta have, like, this type of clap or kick or. Oh, well, those, uh, those things are pretty standard. So, like, the signatures would come from what sounds you use, like, outside of the drums. Like, so, like, what? Some people use guitars. Like, it wouldn't be the basic things, like, claps, 808s, everyone uses those. So, like, your signature won't be in those. It would be, like, Melodic things, like mm-hmm. yeah, but like some people, um, I can name producer names, but like there's people like Weezy, y'all know Weezy out of here, y'all mm-hmm. heard that <laughs> Weezy out of here. So like you hear his beats, his signature is like his drums are very basic, like the eight oh eight is just going like boom, boom, but his melodies are so fire, it's like you're not even paying attention to the yeah the fact that it's the drums intricacies. are simple. Yeah, it's like great John on the beat when he just has like some simple ass fucking. <laughs> tone like beat yeah. pattern and just like yo this but honestly those fire. are the the ones that like the beats that are the simplest are the ones that end up on the billboard because mm-hmm. like you got to give the artist room to rap i think that was the first lesson i learned like remember those beat battles he was doing on yeah. instagram like i would never leave room it just to be so many sounds playing and then uh, i think daryl pointed out he's like there's no room for the artist and then i had to sit and like oh you're right because like if you imagine somebody rapping on it all these sounds going up bro's gonna be like what the fuck when do i <laughs> when do i yeah. get to rap yeah <laughs> you, you so, like yeah i think that's like and like uh, a lot of producers say it like that's just the one of the hardest lessons to learn is like when you realize that less is more yeah I'll, you you kind of mm-hmm. answered the, the uh question i was about to ask because mm-hmm. when it comes to like beats i always think to myself how do you know an artist is actually going to be able to even use that beat? Like uh, if, like you said, like if you're not giving an artist the space to actually work with it, like how, it's just so weird to me, like that a certain artist can just jump on any beat and it yeah. works. But as a producer, 
do you ever have like someone in mind like when you're kind of playing it out in your head yeah i think um one day chuck was asking me the same thing you know uh, I was watching an interview. I forgot who said it, but he's like, um, if you sit down and you make beats with an artist in mind, you're just copying someone else. Cause like, if I sit down and say I'm gonna make a beat for Drake, I'm just gonna think of all the beats that Drake ever rapped on. I'm just gonna emulate that. Whereas if I sit down and make something I like, and then I send it to Drake, I just made a lane for myself. Cause mm-hmm. like I just distinguished myself. Something from just a little different right. than what he's usually on. But that being said, you can't make like a fucking. Uh, beat with like a million 808s and give it to Gunner because he's a slow rapper like you gotta you still gotta be mindful of like who you're sending the beat to if that makes sense so do it to your style but still reference like who you're like Drake can probably get on anything but like certain rappers can't do certain beats like a little Uzi beat you can't give to Drake like he's not gonna yeah it's not happening yeah he's not not gonna do that so it's happen do your own thing but know who you're sending it to I guess that's the yeah, it's like, like if you, not every beat is for everyone. It's you can have your own style, but don't think everyone can get on your type of wavelength. It's like mm-hmm. that balance between artistic and business. You right. Know? Yeah. Like you got to figure out what works and what doesn't. Right. You know, it's it's like you kind of answered my next. Uh, so my next question was on: um, Do you feel like you've grown from when you first started making Hell beats? Yeah. What What are some <laughs> things? <laughs> That's some good confidence right there. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. What have like, you? I could play some old shit. Like, what I've What are some of the things it. that you noticed? Because I noticed that too in my arts. Like, I started off doing this, and I'm like, oh, it's terrible. But now, as the more I progress, I'm like, oh, I'm way better than I was. Like. Then mm-hmm. I'm able to shade better, made to do this better. So well, it's funny. But, you just, that's the key word. I think I said it before. Like when I listen to an OB and I say it's trash, that's how I know. Like mm-hmm. I grew because at the time I made that, I thought that was a heat. Mm-hmm. So like when I listen to, if I pull up some shit from January, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like I remember those if I still battles. thought that was hot. Now honestly, I didn't get nowhere. So I, I'm glad I feel that way. I, I can hear the prod because I remember I remember during the beat battles, I used to hear something like. We started these beat battles, right? Shout out to Michi. That was in like right? April, May or We started these beat battles. Paul just started. And his beats, to me, listen, I don't really know how to make beats, but I know when something sounds good. To me, it sounded good, right? And then we stopped doing the beat battles, and he started making more beats. I remember, like I said, he had played something for Neon in front of my crib, and I was just like, yo, get the, this is not oh, Paul. Yeah, the get car. the fuck out of here. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, shit, nigga. In the car, and he just so humble. He just like, yeah, this is me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, come on. This is crazy. Yeah. So that's dope. Um, do you feel like the process to make a beat now, do you feel like you can make a beat real fast now? Like when? Yeah, it's very... Uh very microwave culture like how he acts like um like when i was saying you can make the beats in the programs and i named all the programs like people gravitate to fl because it's quick like they can make a beat like 10 15 minutes there's a dude like nick mirror he's like 19 if you go on youtube he makes whole beats in five minutes like from scratch so like because the software makes it so easy so like nowadays it's not it's not so much goes into a beat not too many sounds especially if you're doing trap because like i said they want room on the beats Mm-hmm. So it's much quicker than say the '90s if somebody had to play their keys out, like, cause all these things didn't exist like ten years ago. Like this shit is fairly new, and like with more and more producers coming out, the information everywhere. You can go on YouTube and figure out anything. So like, it's much quicker to like learn something. Like it took me a year, and I would say I'm average. So imagine if somebody had this twenty years ago and they're still in the game, they would be a monster. It's crazy you say that. Yeah. What do you What do you think the 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 production is gonna like in the next years to come, you think everything's gonna be more advanced? Like, uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Music changes all the time. If 
but I don't think um I don't think it'll advance too much, honestly. I think people just like music ties out really quick and I think people have come, become like adjusted to that. So like you hear an album today and you don't even listen to it a week from now. Like, Not I if you make Jenkins. Just, like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so nah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but nah, I don't know are. if uh, it will get better. I think people just adjust to like this fast this fast pace of music. Yeah. So speaking on what you just said just now about people kind of adjusting to that type of music, so what's your opinion on kind of the state of like hip hop and rap right now? Like, do you feel like it's kind of stagnant? Everyone kind of sounds very yeah, similar. Yeah, because like I said, a lot of this. A lot of the sounds are the same. Like it's not. You play like five albums today. You're probably gonna hear the same, same type of instruments. The baby sounds the same on everything. Fighting. Yeah, yeah. But then that goes back to the signature style thing. So it's like you can't blame him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a. You gotta make money somehow. It's a tough right? place. Yeah, it's a tough place to be. So that's why I said people adjust. So like if the beats we listen to today get played out, then people just listen to the the next thing. Like there's no. I don't really know the solution to that. Um. Being that you, you do see, you get to sit back, you get to sit back and watch how, you know, basically the industry, you know, how it works, how it eats, everybody eats their own, you know, uh, friendly fire, all these things. Meaning, um, I guess, like, you just, you can see the ins and outs because we're just, like, regular people, so you can see how, you know, things backfire on you, people, the, the pitfalls that people, do. how do you feel like, if you do get there and say Drake pulls your beat tomorrow mm-hmm. and he goes, hey, fuck it. I'm not going to do you how I do everybody else. I'm going to bring you in and you get your, you know, you get your acclaim and you blow. How do you feel like you'll navigate all the pitfalls that everybody else goes through? Well, I need a specific one to speak on, but um, I don't know. First of all, Drake wanted to be for me. He can have it free because yes. the back yeah. end from that, that is going to That exposure yeah, and like the royalties the back that's going to come alone. back. Nuts. So, like, I'm not even going to go into contract negotiations. A dollar? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, I'm not, not even. Not even, <laughs> not even let me, I guess, to make it more clear, more and more clarity. Um, Not even money-wise right now, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. You know, we figure you go get your lawyer and you do things mm-hmm. like that and you have somebody read it. <laughs> Great. I mean, like, the shit that, you know, has people in the shade room. Like, how do you avoid, oh, like... Oh, like, controversy? Controversy, stuff? yeah. Things uh, like that, like... I mean, there's a lot of famous people that aren't involved in that. So, that's, like, a character thing. I don't think that's an industry. Like, the industry forces you to be that. Because okay. there's a lot of, like, people I just named. You never heard of a scandal from Metro Boomin. He's, like, quiet-ass dude. Yeah. Probably the most known producer ever. Yeah. So, like, it's just who you are. Like, it's who you surround yourself team. with. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It is who you are. I was going to say, um, speaking back on like making beats for like Drake or whatever, do you have like a comfortable, like an comfortable artist you can make beats for? Like, like that sound for that specific artist? If that made sense? Uh, no, I think I'm too early in the journey to say I can like make up make beats for just one person because i'm still trying to explore like multiple sounds okay so i haven't i haven't locked in all just one type of sound i don't want to limit myself either so so let's so let's say i hit you up in your dm my name is william Mm -hmm. i go hey man i like your i like your i like your music i want to be the the next little nas x can you make me a nice country beat you think you can do it (laughs) no because i've never attempted that but and i also don't just make things to make things so if i'm not motivated to make a country beat i'm not but here's the thing 
would you, you wouldn't try it out? Would you say, you know, it's a new challenge. I'm going to challenge myself to see if I can do it. Nah. Okay. The challenges I would focus on are the ones I want to challenge myself with. I, so I don't want to make a country beat. I hear so that. I'm That's gonna, fair. You know, That's not going to take every opportunity there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying before, like you can make beats for everyone, but then you're not in, like you're not making yourself individual. Mm-hmm. So I would just make what I make and then give it to whoever. And then once they get on it now, you're like, that's really how all the big producers made a sound for themselves. So like Metro Boomin, Southside, they made beats for Future, but they made beats for Future when they were nobody and he was nobody. So like they didn't do anything special, just that as the, everyone's growing, like, oh shit, like they all blown up together. Yeah. So they didn't copy anyone. They didn't say, oh, we're making beats for Future. They just happened to be working with Future. And then as he rose, they rose. So that's like the path like most producers should take, but everyone tries to make Metro Boomin style, but you're just a lesser version of Metro Boomin. So you're not doing anything for yourself. So a quick follow-up question on that is, so just like how you mentioned working with specific artists in certain industries, and he brought up Lil Nas X, and if you would make a country beat, obviously music beat production is not just rap and hip hop. It's literally all of music. So if someone from like, an EDM artist, mm-hmm. Diplo hit you up, or if anyone outside of like rapper hip hop ever hit you up for like a beat, mm-hmm. like would you consider working with them, or would you rather kind of stay in that hip hop sphere so you can make connections there? Oh well, I'm not. Never said I wasn't open to not like reaching out and connecting to other genres. It just depends on what is he hit. If he's hitting me up for EDM beat and I never made it, I can't help him. Well, I'm like, saying so. That, I mean, when you listen to EDM, you have things like house music. Yeah, techno, yeah, yeah. You have all these various styles mm-hmm. so even if they wanted to use it as part of their track yeah, yeah, but they yeah. want to make sure to, like, they get the proper use out of you like hey i really like this i want right. to take it mix it a little bit drop some other stuff on top yeah, of yeah, it yeah. Like, sure, sure, sure. We, are you like really like willing to go out there and what if you end up popping in edm but not hip-hop or rap would you want to yeah, make that I transition or no yeah like i said it depends on what he's reaching out for so like if he wants to like combine if he wants to collab and like mix part of his style in mind then yeah but if he's just like make EDM beats, he's putting me in a spot that I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even ready for. So <clears throat> it depends. Like it all depends who's reaching out. You can't take every opportunity to be honest. You kind of have to know yourself, be self aware. Ooh, self worth. Yeah, okay. super important. Yeah. Know your yes. worth. Know your worth. That's a fact. Right. I wanted to ask something because I did notice a little, a little thing when it comes to people that I met that that started making music. Um, do you feel like you can DJ because? Most of the people that I meet and they say they're a music producer, they always say, yeah, I know how to DJ too. And I'm only saying that because I feel like since you're a music producer, you you know the sound. You, you have a good ear for ear. music. Yeah, you have a good ear for music. Do you think, let's say if you had, you you made all the beats you wanted to, you did everything, it's your week to chill and, and someone hit you up like, or you just had the opportunity to learn how to be a DJ just for a week. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could do it? Yeah, I would give it a try. I'm not. I would try, yeah. yeah, but I don't think it's something I'm like interested in right now. Okay, I see what okay. you're saying though. There are yeah, a lot yeah. of DJs and data producers and um and engineers. Like they all seem to they all seem to do the same things. Um, yeah, I would give it a try. Not the top of my list, but um, just for my answer on that, just because I felt like I should chime in. Um, being producers, you see that uh producers. Which also relates back to the question that Biggs just asked. Um, it's like, do you stay in your pocket or do you go outside? Like, most of the time, if you go see Diplo DJ, he's dip. It's it's electric. It's you know, right. it's, it's things like that. If you see, 
if you see like a random producer go DJ and it's a trap producer, it's probably gonna be a lot of trap because this is what they listen to, yeah, this is where right. they get the influences, and this is what they this is where their ear is. So they're gonna give you a lot of that. But being an actual, you know, like a legitimate DJ, you gotta be like, broad. It, 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 it's broad. You 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 have to span from periods to genres and be able to just like bound it like seamlessly. So mm-hmm. actual DJs and then what like producer DJs do is is a tad bit different. Right. I mean, I'm. I got a question. I mean, what what do you personally want to see more of? Like, what sounds do you want to hear more of? Like, what do you your ear? What do you want in music to today see? or like from myself? Both actually. Uh, in music today. Uh, I don't know what I want to hear. <laughs> Fucking paper towel. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I shouldn't have gave these, shouldn't have gave these niggas money. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> let it rock, let it rock. Was, Yo, bro, pass me that shit, the planes, bro. You worried? I'm like, nigga, I'm looking out the window like. <laughs> Did the cat come back yet? <laughs> this is the ADHD yeah. that goes on during recording. Now. Yeah, guys, we're Makes running me out want to punch a baby okay. in the forehead. Yeah, but back to yeah. Lex's question. Let's um, what do I want to see in music today? Uh, there's more variance. Like I think uh. I think people are scared to try new things. So, like mm. I said, you listen to the radio, you hear the same sounds, oh, and that that's money, what's working. Man. Money, yeah, that's what's working. So you're easy to just fall in line. But I think if people like just experimented and try their own sounds, music will go a lot farther. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of happened though. Like it's been like I would say like last like ten years. Like me personally, like. I have a very, I wouldn't say, I'm not an individual, I'm not special, I'm nobody special, but <laughs> I think in the room that I'm sitting in right now, I have a little slightly different type of like music interest. Like, I know like a lot of people here, it's melodic rap, the boom bap. Me personally, I like a lot of like dark underground, like if you guys in my whip, I'm playing a lot of dark underground hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like it's still hip hop, but it's a little dark and underground, a little gritty. The underground it, rap is always the best, man. Yeah. So me personally, that's the type that I kind of like lean towards mm-hmm. just because it's a little different than that. Like those radio hits. Yeah. And the, the the key word you said was underground because when you're underground artist, you kind of could do what you want because nobody's telling you like what to make. And then like the people that hit the radio, they are on, they're normally on labels. And before you even can put out a song, your label has to critique it and say, "Is this you have acceptable?" A, a team so, of people that right. have to even approve it, even right. if you think so it's fire. So even if yeah, so like even if someone you listen to is fortunate enough to sign something, you probably won't be the same artist. Like once he gets on the label, because they'll they'll like critique or say you can't put this out, you can't put this out. We all know artists like that. Uh, for me, uh, like 2015, Nav came out. I put everybody on. I'm like, this dude is fire. As soon as he gets to a label, it's like his music is still okay. It's like it's good, but it's not nav. And then for them, the, it's weekend. the weekend, yeah, yeah. the oh, weekend yes. coming up was a certain way. But it's like uh, I, it's not their fault because I, I I noticed like when they get to these labels and they get to these higher places, they just can't be. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, so nav is definitely from Leverage Boulevard, by the way. <laughs> Two yeah. things. Um, no, I mean he, he literally. Like he from the hood. He the, like, right, he's you got from out there. You have to relax. Yeah, he's right. from out there. <laughs> Two he's a, things. He's a hillside boy. One, I never heard. I didn't hear Nav on his early bubble. Uh, you so missed, you missed it. I did yeah, because <laughs> every time people talk about Nav now, I'm like, this nigga is cool. Yeah. I mean, the songs. Are, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, the songs on SoundCloud. Like those are the ones. I, that, that's yeah. where it's at. SoundCloud yeah. is where it's at. Yeah. Two, um, 
yes, the weekend was very dark. He probably had to do the same. He may probably had to do the same jump that uh, you know, Nav had to do. You couldn't talk about the same shit the weekend was talking about on the radio. You couldn't to get on the radio. <laughs> I don't, nah, I don't but, think that's true though. What are you talking? You, the, the, he's no, 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 always done it though. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me. House of Balloons, weekend and and Pop Star oh, weekend. He talks God. about you know certain things, but. He doesn't talk about it to the depth. It's not as explicit as it was in how his early. I I hear what he's saying because even the weekend did say when he did make those albums. I would even take Chance for example, right? When they made these albums, like back in the day, weekend was on his dark shit, like using porn for fucking inspiration, and and he was like, "Yo, I was making drugs at this time." So in our eyes, it's like you was famous, but we don't know what he was going through at the time. He was probably on drugs. Chance made acid rap pretty much on acid. It's like, all right, that shit was Drugs. fire. And we want you to yeah. get back to that. But now it's like, nah, well, I can't do it because he, I have family. And then now the album that they make. And it's so sad because it's like, even now, I remember when me and me and Neon used to do certain work. And we're like, yo, I, I want to try to do it when we're not intoxicated. Let's see mm-hmm. how we can do it. And sometimes it's just like, you can't, you know? So... Shut the fuck up. You got to pull <laughs> Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> So I was saying, um, weekend and change they was on drugs. But with Nav, it's like, nigga, what's your excuse? You're still on drugs now, nigga. Like, who's stopping you? They what's, all on what, drugs. what's happening? And I felt the same way too with Davies. Like Davies came out, he was dropping heat, and then when he signed, it's like, I was like, bro, this is not you. What's what's happening? But I, I think that's kind of just like uh, <laughs> not trying to promote gang culture. Like, if you have, well, okay, no, 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 no. How many rappers <laughs> now? You can't say that because how many rappers now is still talking about drugs and trapping and shit? You know yeah. what I mean? But it just. But I think cause it's, I don't think it, it's they don't want to talk. about I think the way they have to put out music to sound to the to to, to the radio ear because if you look at you listen to all the music that pops up now on the radio. They I feel like sometimes they want it to be like back in the days how music was kind of like I guess more influencing. But now it's just like I don't Influence know it's a certain sounds. You know, it's just, huh? Influence me to go to a strip club and do Molly. Yeah. 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 Culture. <laughs> Culture. <laughs> Go ahead, bring it back to the weekend, Biggs. Let me see. Let me... So I still want to argue that point because I feel like even his, in his most recent albums, like his number one pop hits, he's essentially talking about how he would have killed himself if he didn't get this person back. Like I feel like themes like that, even in a video, he's in a car crash, cocaine on his nose. Like that's some like serious shit where I feel like as a label, you would think, let's not promote doing cocaine and driving Maseratis at 900 miles per hour. Nah, label I don't definitely feel like... ca- capitalize on like drug culture and all. No, that. no, no, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, we definitely. Look, definitely. Yeah, that's, 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 that's. I'm that's just saying, as, as, as an argument for the weekend not being to do it now, no. I feel like almost they kind of just let him loose sometimes to just do what he wants. No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if you listen to his whole body of work back then, it was a lot darker. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just being drugs. It wasn't just and in a nice glamoury video on the end of it. It was the sound was a little more rugged, of yeah, course. I, I but it was it was the drugs. It was it was it was prostitutes. It was it was everything that you could think of on the negative okay. gambit. All right. So it's more than one aspect. Like drugs is on the radio, strippers is on the radio. Like it's it's random I mean, it's seldom that you get an artist that can just be on the radio and just talk about Everything that's just raw, like okay. when was the last time I, you I heard can agree with that? that. Then. If you yeah, if you put glass, if you put glass tables, oh. glass, if you put glass nah. tables on the radio, nah, I don't even know how people will react to it. Like people, how people would fucking react to glass tables on the radio? That yeah, should be nice. ridiculous. I feel, I feel like with the weekend, I'm sorry, Lex. I feel like with the weekend, with him, he probably just wanted to 
get into a genre that was something where he know he could dominate because they always compare him to Michael Jackson. What genre would you? What genre? That 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 kind of pissed me off. They compared his Dirty Diana voice to 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 um, Michael Jackson shit. That was a one time thing, but they kept going with it. Vocally, so if you he's think talented, about it, I feel like I feel Michael like Jackson I feel like talented. that got to him, and he was. I mean, what genre would you guys consider Michael Jackson? Pop. He li- what a, did the weekend pop and now star. what the weekend said? Yeah. Weekend said I want to become a pop star, and I'm like, bruh. That's what became, yeah. Because that's what the, the money. Is. Yeah, it also yeah, it also depends on your definition. If you look at some of the artists, is, I remember I seen a country artist that came on. He wanted like a uh, some type of award. And I saw this nigga. I'm like, bro, you look like fucking um. What's Travis Scott's artist? Um, Tyler, who? He Smoke Perp. Tyler, Smoke Perp or whatever. Is that his artist? No, that's not his artist. Oh, shit. Don't then. disrespect. I thought. Him. I thought. <laughs> one, Smoke Perp is ass. That nigga sold like Perp. 12K. I thought he was Get from Travis. I thought, no, Travis. No, no. I thought that was Travis's Trash. artist. Travis only has Shaq West and Don Tyler. Oh, unless he had Smoke Perp for a day and was like, now you ass. Sorry. But like, this this country artist look just like Smoke Perp. I'm like, damn, you tatted up and you making country music, making music. Okay, now I understand. The Weeknd probably is in pop now because I feel like. He probably feels like he can't put what he wants to put on the radio. So maybe going to pop was probably the best thing for him. Or maybe he's just even comfortable. Like he, he, right. Yeah, I was going to say that too. Like, he's getting royalties off these. Multiple number one hits. And they platinum. Yeah. They, that boy rich. Man, <laughs> yeah. That shit. Yeah, yeah. But that's but that's what I'm but, saying. Like, it's like, like you guys said earlier, it's like artists live in a certain time. And maybe when he was really in his drug shit. And he was going through whatever he was going through as a starving artist, being homeless, all this other right. shit. Right, life got better, awesome. so he's not going to do Once that. Once it got better, he was like, <laughs> I could take my Coke still and my ecstasy, but I ain't got to do it every day. <laughs> right, right, I got right, money, right, nigga. Right, what is y'all right. saying? Like, yeah, that's what the point I was going to make. Like, You got money, but these artists, like, well, it's COVID time, but, like, you could go on tour. You could go on a long-ass tour. Make I feel like, don't artists make their money through tours now? Yeah, uh, that's the main way. That's where they get So it's like, why not just... Go on tour and be like, yo, my tour is going to be fucking Thursday and House of Balloons. And then this tour is going to be Kissland right, and this. Like, why not mix it up? You will make your fucking money. I don't care what you say. Uh, you well, can that's not how because it works, Because that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not. Okay, that's not how it works. But then yet, my mom be like, I'm going to a concert with who? Key Sweat and all these old people. I'm like, these niggas are still going on tour? Right. Yeah, they're making yeah. their money. But they are, yeah, in the, in the weekend's case, if he drops an album... Most of the songs on the tour have to be that from that album because yeah. it's a promotion thing. He can't be playing two mixtapes ago. He can mix it in, but like he right. has to promote what he's doing. But now. guess what? He could go on tour into the states and say, "I'm gonna go on tour in Asia." Then I'm gonna go on tour in. But he in doesn't Germany. decide where to tour. Oh, that's so, so fucked up. I have a good example of why it never works. So I've been to plenty of punk rock, hard metal, deep screamo concerts in my life. It's great. It's all fun and games. So it's kind of like a little meme that goes around. It's been out pretty much since I before I've been born. <laughs> it's play Freebird. If you've heard that at a concert, it's not because they want to actually hear the song. But it's because when you go to a concert, you want to hear their best songs. You want to hear their hits. So most of the time, people aren't there to hear the stuff that the artist considers good. They just want to hear those number one pop hits. The weekend when we went to his beauty and my beauty behind the madness tour, he was playing some of his old shit. So I don't want to hear nothing about promoting. Well, they they will, but usually that's usually not on the docket. Nah, see, no, 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 see, for it to actually be done. I have, I have the disagreement here. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know how many times everybody's been to like. To, but like I've been to like yeah, live live, mu- live music and for the, the past, numbers of like on streams. I'm saying shit like different. in the past past year, year and a half, maybe two years. I've been to high end tours, and I've been to like artists who are like more like you know local or what did you call them indie, whatever you want to do. But they play their fucking their shit that's the biggest, and they play their shit that. Is a fan favorite as well, so that's what like. I'm, yeah, I guess I'm in. like I guess I'm in the middle because if if the weekend if he goes on a tour right now he does whatever tour he does, he's going to pull something off of House of Balloons or you know whatever it is whatever it is yeah, that like he one. feels like he's probably going to pick it. It might not be fucking Glass Table Girls. Maybe he doesn't want to do that tonight. But depending on where you go, like every time you, you go into a different city and it's not you're going to tour your new album, but. The crowd's gonna be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they gonna sing, or they gonna, they gonna be like, let me get y'all one. And they be like, then they gonna start saying chant again. And then he gonna give you another one. Like, <laughs> and then he might come back out. Like, once you, once he go, like, it's over. Like, he ran out of time. Now he's paying extra. And he might just be like, what else y'all wanna hear? And then he gonna give you another Very song. Like, few that's usually how the yeah, fuck they're, they're not letting you yeah. that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, me. maybe, maybe you Drake. Look, seven minutes. Maybe, maybe nah. look, maybe, maybe the Drake concert don't work like that. But all the co- nah, I've Drake been, is very I've been, broad. but that's what I'm saying. Like I've been, I've been the Beano concert. He also like, got money to drop like that. So <laughs> even if, even Bino if he did, concert, needed, but to that's play what I'm saying. I'm saying like your big, your bigger artist right now. Like the weekend, the weekend has that. He has that. Uh, he has that cachet. Like you want an extra seven, eight minutes to go out and do a, you know. Uh, another run and you can get some of your shit off so it's just uh it's a little weird sometimes because i think i've gone to tons and tons of concerts of like different genres and i feel like i see the same thing every time most of the crowd is always going to be asking for those pop hits that sound exactly the same (laughs) and me personally that's just not within like what i'm there to hear i'm there to hear them perform but i'm not here to to be there for the same songs I hear. Like, I don't, that's so weird. Why would you go to a concert to hear something you've heard on the radio on your way here in the car? Those are, it plays different in live, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it on, does, it does, it, but it's no, the same no, song. No, it's not. No, bro, trust, you have to. When I went to, like, again, I'm using The weekend because he had, I forgot what song he performed, but hearing it live, I was like, yo, bro. He did professional. I think it was professional. I was like, yo, this shit should have been on the fucking studio album. It's just different. Live, you know, the live instruments always hit different. They I gotta, hit different I gotta in admit, studio. yeah. That's, that's the same thing as me saying, what, why do you want to come here and listen to the shit that you've been pumping on your headphones every day for the past seven weeks? Like, you you know how the song sounds. It's no difference between it being your headphones on the radio. Like, you don't listen to the radio. So, I mean, like, you, you've listened to this one song that's not the, the single all the time because you like the b-sides so it's like you want to hear b-sides or you want to hear singles i guess that's the argument i mean you want to hear b-sides or you want to hear singles but i mean you you listen to the b-sides all the time if you like the b-sides like so what's what would be the difference everything is a live instrumentation and seeing your your favorite artist in person and then having the energy around you with however many people that actually know the song know the lyrics that's a different feel right there that's a different feel that's why you go to the concert that's why you go to the concert. I had to piggyback off that. Like, I mean, perfect example that I can give. The oldie throwback, but Usher, you got it, right? You hear it okay. off the track, right? Boom. It's, of course, you love it. You bump to it. The live instrumental version of I want to hear it live. Pause. Total, complete, different 
bop and flow. It's still melodic. It's still R and B, but it's got that energy, energy. And like, Usher started just in the, just improvising the runs. Nice. I'm sure that shit sounds crazy. Everybody's in there drunk. Like, ooh, mm. shit. I'm about to make a baby to this. <laughs> the atmosphere it, it alone is a difference. It, it was just like, you listen to like the hi-hats, the, the drums, the guitar solos on it too. It's, you went from bopping, uh, whatever, listening to, you got on the way to the train, you smoothing, you cooling, you walking over there. But you hear the live instrumental version, goddamn, you're gonna walk, you can dance down the street. You gonna you gonna hit some steps. Like, yeah, bro. So one thing that I'm gonna say before we go into the next person, Paulie. So um I'm not sure if you answer this, but um if would you God I'm lit. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Would <laughs> you see how like Metro Boomin, uh DJ Esco and them, they'll be like, or oh, fucking DJ Cat. DJ Khaled's coming out with an album. Would you do something like Keep that? It. King Paulie's coming out with an album, right? Uh, and I know you said it's hard to choose, right? You're going to make an album right now. And you can choose. I'll give you five artists. Five. Like anybody? Anybody. Anybody that you want. Five. Sada Baby. You said Sada Baby? Okay. Oh, like I said, Drake has to make it from a revenue Drake. standpoint. Okay, let's say they made it. You're, you're in the game. You're popping. You're number one. He's like, you know what? Now I want to make an album. You can name artists right now. Drake has to be on the album for the okay. single. Drake. <laughs> That's super promotion. Um, I want a Young Thug song on there. Oh, Young Thug. I love Thug. Uh, this is just a broad album. Shit. Your first one. So it's like, you know, whatever. My first you... one, I got Drake on it? Yeah. Just off of that one, I won. Yeah. Shit. Fuck it. Drake uh, fucks with you OD. Huh? Drake fucks with you heavy. Let's go. I mean, honestly, I had this idea. I told Chuck a long time ago. I want to do something like that with just like unknown artists. Like that would be cooler than to have like all these big names. But Drake, uh, got to have Young Thug on there. A uh, little Wayne feature would be hard too. Three. That's three? Mm-hmm. Got two I'm more. trying to. I'm not trying to stay in one lane. I'm trying to broaden it out. Okay. Damn. Hey, for your first one, you could probably stay in your lane, bro. Don't stay matter. in one lane. One you can stay in your album. lane for your first album. Second one, you Shit. will know how to. You'll you'll learn from that first one if anything is wrong, which I doubt. Travis Scott on the album that would be hard. <laughs> that's money. That's <laughs> money right Easy. there. That's a that's a, sen- that's, a hit for sure. that's why I was trying to fit one in. But Drake yeah. is so he, he, versatile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might be the R and B song. Uh-huh. Would you? Would you throw Jenny Aiko in there? I like Jay. Yeah, I like Jenny. Oh, all right. If if the fifth one has to be a woman, yeah, this is a good one. This is weird. Yeah, gonna hate me for this answer. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. But somebody that's very no, I would go there, but that's too cliche. That's still the good one. But like, just a talented female artist, Janae or Dayslow. So now, that, <laughs> go. so now Yo, that you said that, I they're can't. both featured on the same track. Say no Are they more. really? Oh, I ain't hear they, that song. No, I'm it. saying they're gonna be on the same track. Uh, Fuck it. Yo, if I hear nah, all these like, artists geez. and I hit that sixth track and I hear them, I'm fucking nothing, bro. Yeah. Like it's over. Nothing. My clothes is gone. My clothes gonna evaporate off my body. I'm like, oh. You know what, Paula? You <laughs> have a chance right now. You said you would do it with some under with some underground artists. If if you want, you can shout out a few underground artists that you know right now. Oh, damn, you gonna put me on the spot, son? For hey, whoever you forget them. right now, it's okay. It's don't cool. feel bad yeah. if it's not you. Yeah, don't. It's okay. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Don't, don't fuck you. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not talking about making an. If you want to talk about making an album with them, but you can say like just any few artists that you want us to check out. Like I'm here, or just in general. And, and, and anyone that you know in general doesn't matter. 
I like that answer. There's so many. Uh, locally, there's uh, well, I got me and Chuck working on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got uh, this artist named Flea from Queens. I'm not sure if y'all know Flea him. Ghost. Yeah, yeah, him. Um, shit, where can I go? Keep it local, real quick. Um, I found this kid the other day. He's like 20 years old, but he's super fly. His name is uh, it's a long name. I'm forgetting it. Sorry, I fucked the name up, but it's Casa something. But he's cool. Casamigos. Yeah, I'm gonna reach out to him. Um, there's a lot, man. I don't know where to go with that, to be honest. All right, a lot that's, of underground artists. That's that's cool, man. That's that's dope. That that was that was pretty good, man. Let's let's snap it up for King Paulie. Snap it up. That's not okay. Oh, wow, that's crazy. I'm gonna crazy. remember that. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. It's the wrong guy. Now we're on to my guy Alex, aka Lex. How are you doing, big guy? I'm doing fantastic. I'm chilling. First time here, and it feels good. I'm actually happy to have you Love here, bro. Love you know. Um. Alex, to be honest with you, bro, I don't even remember how we met. I just remember me coming into the gym, and I felt like instantly, from what I saw, me and you instantly clicked. I don't honestly. If you guys ask me how I met every single one of you guys in this room, I don't it's even think I remember. I don't even remember Paul because I raced the motherfucker. <laughs> Neon, That's so stupid. I remember riding a bike with him. Obviously, this nigga grew up in the crew with me. Jack just had a fro. Bigs, I don't remember. I've known you since you were a kid. I'm piece of shit. Know, I can't even remember. Either. You can't even I remember. <laughs> We all spent all some, some wonderful moments, man, and uh, I'm happy to have you here again. So, uh, what? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I know you guys say that question is too crazy, but it's a loaded talk. one. It definitely is. Um, well, um, an actor foremost. Uh, I'm a quote unquote dancer, and I don't listen. I can't oh. even say it in the professional sense. I just know what it means to me. Uh, what does it mean to you? I just for me, uh, you know what? That's 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 been a process in itself for the past like two years. Um, it's a conduit. For me, it, it helps me connect with me. It helps me connect with what I'm feeling, what I want to express, how I want it to connect into my acting and how I want to just immerse myself within myself to know my truth, to say my truth. Okay. Would you consider it as like a type of med? You know what? Yeah. yeah it's nice. no, it's a type of meditation for you? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, I actively meditate outside of that. But yeah, it's a meditation for me too. You get lost in it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't know, the best way I can describe it, it's like it's a trance, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when you move in and then something hits you, whether it's words, whether it's beats, whether it's the faintest of things, you, some, something clicked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You unlock something. Yeah. You might be walling out on the floor or you might end up just starting to tear or cry while you're moving. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. It's and a then, fact. Yeah, I know what he's saying. Sometimes I'm in front of the computer and I'm mm-hmm. just like, time is just flying you don't even realize like three hours passed like oh shit i ain't move yeah it's the and truth like, but you're enjoying it so it's like yeah, it's like you're not i know what i mean i'd be drawing yeah. on my yo i gotta go to bed it's four o'clock in the morning <laughs> for real what the fuck and you just like mm, i gotta sleep and you're just sucked in yeah and you say so you're dancing and you act you did you start which one did you start first the acting I or the acting game? first i mean you know first and foremost the train that's okay so we get not fully into it but go ahead tell us bro it, but uh yeah, that experience in itself, like, I found that I put my identity in my physicality. I, you met me as a trainer. You met me in the physical game. You met me as working out. Oh, that shit's different. You, that shit is entirely different. You know what I'm saying? And when I got into theater school, that, that was a whole experience in itself. I had to take a huge fucking step back. I had to not identify, identify myself as someone who was just purely physical. You know what I'm saying? 
So I had to step back. Why are these niggas laughing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why are trying to stay serious? It's because it's saying roll with the. They laughing at your profession, son. Not a So you telling me my nigga can't dance and act? What are you trying to say? <laughs> we could. So, but that's the thing. We could. We can. We all Chuck can. Dance. That nigga got little limbs. <laughs> oh no, he can't do nothing. Hold on, you talking shit about my fingers, bro? That nigga, was, that nigga gonna spin on his back like a ninja turtle. <laughs> he can't do nada. Um, this is. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you'd be great. That's the goal of this, Jack. Yes, that's, that's, that's the goal. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Like Alex, Alex is not one of my best friends. Like I've met Alex a couple times. Like we, we, this is this is great. Like I'm learning things right now. What I want to ask is, what made you? What made you divert from? Well, maybe not even divert. What made you like uh, reject the normal path? Um, go be a doctor, lawyer. Those are like high things, to, but whatever. Just you know, one of the, the the normal fields to go. Hey, I'm a creative. I know I'm a creative, and I'm going to chase it. Did you have support? Did, what 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 made you go down that path? Uh, okay, so shit, I can distinctly remember, and this was straight at crunch. It was a Saturday morning, eleven o'clock or ten. It was like Ooh. ten a.m., eleven a.m. I can't remember one of, one of those two. But it was on the weekend. Nobody. To, What's the around. month? What's the month? <sighs> what? This is like three years ago. This was like pre-summer. So I want to say springtime. Um, like April, May. Right. Like not not too. And not, this is not too long after my birthday. My birthday. Oh shit! Sorry guys. I'll be on you. My birthday is uh, April twenty-fifth. So this is like maybe the month afterwards. Springtime madness. Yes, sir. And I just you know I just turned. I'm twenty-eight now, so I just turned twenty-six. Right. Mm-hmm. And distinctively, this is when we had the, the the PT desk upstairs. You know what I'm saying? So everybody could stare at us. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm standing there. I'm standing behind the desk. I'm looking out, literally over the gym floor, and instantaneous boom. I had a moment of feeling left wall, right wall, ceiling just starting to close on, and mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't anxiousness. I wasn't having a panic attack or anything like that. But it was just a distinct moment of like. Mm-mm. This is not mm-mm. what I want to do. Mm-mm. 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 This is not Holy it. Shit. Like red alarms, flares, red flags, a comet falling from the sky. All that shit was just clear indication for me. And I was just like, you know what? I I asked myself, like literally for like ten minutes, I was just sitting there. I was like, yeah, what? What? Mm, this is not it. So what? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it really? What do I really want to do? Yeah, I think I, came to mind in the instantaneous. A, a lot it's, of people don't actually have that moment of like clarity. Yeah. Like, cause that's what I, I see that as it's a moment of clarity. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a panic attack. It wasn't anything like that. You wasn't unsure of things. You were just suddenly so very sure about what you wanted to do that you was like, damn, I don't need to, or want to be here mm-hmm. anymore. Right. This is not what I want for myself. And don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm, I've been an athlete since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been in soccer, baseball, basketball, uh, Fighter. Football a little bit, became a fighter for four and a half years during my adult somewhere. life, mm-hmm. <laughs> and two fighters, yo, and you know I was in that sphere for so long, but that's what I became accustomed to. That's what I that's what I thought of myself as, and once I had that moment, it was just my soul has been speaking to me for a very long time, but I ignored it. So that's what I actually want to ask right now, because you spoke about how you kind of express yourself through your physicality. Mm. But a lot of the time when it comes to acting and even dancing, 
most dancers don't really think about themselves as, oh, well, I'm physically capable of doing this specific type of dance. Most b-boys don't be like, oh, well, I'm physically capable of doing a windmill. Yeah. But when you express yourself outside of that physicality, like, where was that line of, I don't really need this, but I'm going to use it to express myself emotionally. Because I feel like that in that exact moment where you decided that physical training was not the only thing that you needed, you needed mm. more. I feel like that's almost like a really weird maturing point. It's like you hit puberty all at once mm-hmm. in the same moment. You was like, damn, I need more to myself than just its physicality. Right. I need the emotional side to it to actually be able to express myself a different way. There was a sense of um, as much as in as much as I push myself physically, because uh, I always enjoy a challenge. I mean, as you know, when you're in, you're in that sphere for so long, you like to push yourself. You like to gun it, gun it, gun it. See how far you can go. And as far as like in co- accomplishments, as I was going through it, yeah, it was. It felt good pushing myself to the limits and it felt good challenging myself to that degree but there was a sense of hollowness as i oh, shit. Just, yeah <laughs> there was you a said, sense Oof. of hollowness as i was like accomplishing things little by little and i i mean as a kid i didn't have i didn't have confidence in my physicality i was a very skinny kid you know what i'm saying um so my confidence kind of interacted with that as I was growing up and then as I pushed myself I was like okay yeah, yeah you know what I'm getting a little bigger I'm getting a little stronger girls are noticing you a lean ass boy I'm telling you, I'm I'm you what but during during my like during me actually training hard 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 Kev saw me I blew I mean I blew up I, I had I didn't blow up blow up to a, like a 240 person but I, <laughs> I was there around for a decent size looking bigger than I was but when I accomplished these things, it was a small gratification. It was almost like instant gratification. So then, yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of almost answered that for me, basically. Um, I was going to piggyback off of him, but my, my question was between your physicality, well, not even between, but what comes more? Because, okay, you have passion. Mm. That's dedication. That's first step. Now, is you have skill and ability. That's your physical. But now it's um now it, it, it jumps into style. Well well let me not say that that was one and the same, but you have a physical ability. Like you can jump, you can you can <clears throat> step, you can shuffle, just because you can do it. Like you have the physical ability to do emotional it. Emotional expression. Mm. Emotional expression, but also yeah, yeah, well, underlying of that because you can't I mean you can emotionally express yourself, but for it to be on sync with you know, the things that we're looking at rhythm and things that you, that you were like naturally born with. Like that's that. What would you think the percentage would be? I would say, hmm, I would say before getting into theater art school before, yeah, before getting into theater art school was very low. I mean, I, I just, I'm Spanish. So, you know, the camera, the common stuff we know is like the salsa stuff is the bachatas, menegues. So we got some like little, of course, da, 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 in, there, in our steps, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But prior to theater school, prior, prior to actually getting, pushing myself actually in dance, it was small. But as I progressed through theater school, there was a class that really introduced me back into wanting to move that way again mm-hmm. and it was it's literally called movement and the yeah, whole purpose of that class is to 
connect behavior with sound. It has a very basic choreography, mm-hmm. but it, then it opens up almost into interpretation. There's like four different levels of this class, each focusing on your innate expression, your sensuality, so forth and so forth and so forth. It's a deep class. You know what? I've never done anything like that. I'm about to hand it off. But I can, like just off you saying that, because you said like basic. Basic turns into instinctual. And instinctual usually ends up being flow mm. a free flow type thing so it's like it all is a leads and it sounds advanced but it's like what what you're like just programmed to do right i mean you boil it down like if you if you i mean talking about like how it's programmed talking about how it's within you i mean you boil it down it's essentially mm-hmm. the same thing with paulie when he creates right you hear something mm-hmm. and it makes you do something mm-hmm. straight up point and simple like you it just connects, it resonates, and then something like, oh, God damn, it make, maybe yes. my my knee wants to turn this way out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like, Yo. it's like way. your body innately, and it, I mean, your body is the instrument, right? So you really want to treat your, you, you want to treat your, bo- your body as the instrument that it is, but what it comes down to is allowing yourself to be permeated, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Allowing yourself to be affected by what you're hearing and letting whatever that is come right out. Yes. In whatever expression and form that it the is. The opposite of that is the person in the club who goes, I want to dance my ass off, because, but um, I'm not because everybody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to permission. Sometimes you just got to dance like nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was going to ask, you kind of answered my question already, because I was going to ask you, uh, since you feel the music and it kind of like makes you interpret what your body wants to do on its own. Like, as dancers, y'all just make shit up. To be honest, yeah. Uh, like the I mean, look, do. I'm not up to this. If I could give a shout out to anybody, I'm gonna give a shout out to Rob Bynes because that man is crazy. His movement quality and his and his just movement expression because that's really what it bounds down to mm-hmm. is this movement expression. Okay. How do you feel when you hear this song? Are you mm-hmm. angry? Are you upset? Are you flirtatious? Do you want to talk your shit to whatever female that's in front of you that isn't in front of you? Okay, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you you. It really comes down to permission and allowing yourself to push whatever boundaries it is, whatever frame it is. There's no right or wrong when it comes to dance at all. Because, exactly. I mean, when it comes down down to the end of it, it's just, yo, how do I feel and what do I want to show? So that definitely sounds a lot more like interpretive dance mm-hmm. versus like any other sort of like traditional dance. Because mm-hmm. as I get to learn about you more, like when you say you're a dancer... Initially, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, you're a dancer. You're going to be in backgrounds of music videos and shit like that. You're you're a fucking stripper. You're doing goddamn yeah, cartwheels on a slippery floor with dollar bills. But now I'm actually starting to see a little Terrible. bit different because I, I think I'm one of the few people who kind of respects interpretive dance because mm-hmm. I feel like I can watch it. And if I really find one that kind of like rings with me, like I get a little emotional about it. For the people out I there, was, what is what is interpretive dance? I mean, so it's it's pretty much exactly what he's been explaining. It's just an expression of what okay. you're feeling in that moment, like mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's being based off the music or what you're just feeling. Yeah. So it's it's not like something that's specifically choreographed to be like, oh well, this it's is a three just, minute song, and right. this is the highs, this is the lows, this is the mids, this is where I'm gonna make transitions. This, it's not very played out interpretive dance just interpreting how you feel exactly in that moment with how your body moves yeah yeah i respect the hell out of that because <clears throat> my bad to be in the moment and just like sequence some moves together it's not as easy as it mm. looks like, yeah. like i always respect the dances i see because like 
I think it's very underrated how fit you guys are too, because to Boy, put together a dance for like I could three be a dancer, no, <laughs> dancing general, like no, to be constantly moving for like five minutes, that shit is. Let like, me tell you something. I used to. All right, so I used to step back in the days. I used to do a little bit of dance. Side of two twenty six. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I remember Lex put me aside, and I used to. He used to be like, "Yo, we gonna go practice some dancing." But like, yeah, I right, but. And I think one time we actually stood in the studio for like the whole time in the gym. We started dancing. And it's like the moves and the way you move your body. I felt the expression, but my, I was like, oh, my knee can't take that. Yeah. Oh, it's hard. It's, but I, I respect dancing so much because you can yeah. feel it. You have to be 100% almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Even when you're just practicing, because if you if you don't practice how you're going to do it, then you're not really practicing it, right? But there's so you have to be 100% pretty much all the time. Like, I, love I don't dance. got the cardio like that, right? I love dances when they... um. I love when not only you're dancing, your body's showing the movement, but when your face says it all too. Right. Yeah, yeah, you could be smiling, you could be happy, yeah, yeah, I be feeling or you could be it. angry, I, I, but I, I love the ones that. where it's like you're dancing and you're happy and you can see the smile on your face. I think that's the best thing. Like yeah. That's, that's the so hardest good. part about that is allowing yourself to drop into your body. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I mean, if you're out, right, I'm saying, like, if you're out and you're just having the time with your boys, whoever you're out with, and you're dancing you're just dancing you know what i'm saying you're like you don't give a fuck you're not gonna you're not gonna care about how you're moving you know what i'm saying even if you're a sloppy drunk mess it don't matter mm-hmm. it don't matter at all period but that's a challenge though when you're when you're, you're choreographing something when you're um or even if you're dancing with an artist on stage it's hard to not be here versus up here because it's very it's very easy for you to go up top and be like god damn everybody's watching me yeah. you know what i'm saying you may even notice your face you might be just like this but inside you might be like oh yeah ah, something like that you might be feeling it you know and this is exactly why i kind of like i feel like i can i can definitely connect with you because when i used to fight my sensei used to always tell me that you don't fight with your head you mm-hmm. fight with your heart mm-hmm. because if that's what you feel in that moment it's probably the best decision mm-hmm. because that's what you're feeling that's what you think is right outside of like the background thoughts of your like brain it's like your body is instinctively moving in this way. So I, I definitely see what you're saying because I know in my experience, there has been some shit where I've done some shit where I was like, I didn't even know my body can do that. Mm-hmm. But nigga, all of a sudden, I'm fucking four feet in the air kicking somebody in the neck. And I'm like, nigga, what? All of a sudden. <laughs> my body can move like that? That's crazy. You turned into Ryu for a yeah, second. And you're just like, what's going on? I'm talking and a nigga in the back of the neck. It's like, oh, shit. That's crazy. I think this, so that the, 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 really, the biggest thing that helped me just connect more with me and my physicality, I mean, not my physicality, but more with my heart. Anything else, like I said, was theater school. First and foremost, like I said, dance for me is a conduit, right? I... I it helps me feel what I need to feel. It helps me express that. Um, but acting, going through the theater school and going through that process of really allowing my walls to break down and allow the muck to come up mm. and to truly, I mean, truly express yourself in the same space, that was invaluable. That continues to be invaluable. That the, Everything that I've learned throughout that process to two and a half years f- turned me into a completely different human being i got a quick okay. question do you suffer from it might be a little personal go ahead but oh, you okay. like suffer from any sort of like professionally diagnosed anxiety depression no nah, i would say the thing that catches me sometime my pops is suffers from depression mm-hmm. like he takes meds for it and um that was very influential on me because i love my father to death he never, first and foremost 
no abuse i promise uh <laughs> um but he he suffer he suffers from depression and you know when you suffer depression your your mood is very left or is right you can either you don't get to control it you know what i'm saying you can you can be nasty or you can be very combative combative or just not at all you can be to yourself but i've noticed within the past like two years that sometimes happens i'll wake up and i don't know what it is i don't know i don't know what's going on it could be the color of my room it could be the gray sky but i can wake up and just be like mm, not something's wrong i'll be instantly be defensive towards somebody yeah, i feel like people who are truly connected with art are kind of like that usually anxiety and depression is kind of to the wayside for them specifically because emotionally they can kind of express themselves in those ways and they don't really have to worry about it too much because those feelings that most people who suffer from those things hold in you found your conduit of how you can actually express yourself in those ways mm -hmm. so you don't actually keep any of those things inside and it's not you're not really letting it bother you you're That's expressing true. it and you're relieving yourself pretty much every morning hmm Kind of like jerking off. Yeah, yeah wow, I mean, shit, that post kind nut. Of like I mean, off. Like, it's that you get that post nut clarity, like, damn, I'm about to write a that book. Post nut. Sucks. You're just like, but God I mean, damn, I can take on the world. Let's go. Uh, I mean, I got a quick question. So, um, since you express yourself in in the way of dance and what you hear, what would you say is like your best emotion to express, or what do you feel most comfortable mm, expressing? That's a good question. I would say. I mean, okay, versions of R&B naturally have a place in my heart Always. because they're very melodic. They're very melodic. They could scale. They could range. And there's some, just something about that place is easier to access to. And then, I mean, you you talk about, like, maybe I want to say a couple of days ago, I, I did some, like, slight choreography with my boy Zion to the baby. Um, and it was very hard hitting, very in your face, very uh kind of way. And it felt great. It's hard to pin down where or what genre it is to, 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 to say that's my favorite because it's weird. Like as dancers or what, well, as a dancer, mm -hmm. um, right. We're supposed to be able to take whatever music is in front of us and just, and move. Right. React to it. Okay. But that's not going to be the case every time. I've definitely walked into classes where I was like, okay, I'm ready. You know, I want to train today. I'm ready to train. I'm ready to train. And I hear the song and I'm like, <sighs> it's just not your vibe. God, yeah, I'm not there. Not you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I wasn't even there. Just, like to start off in your head. Just thinking yeah. About, I'm just like, all right, now up. I have to like open my, open, open, open myself up to this, this side and be like, you know what? Okay. I gotta, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. But there's definitely there's definitely days and genres that you you just you're not in that space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that goes back to when you were asking me like the beat question, like would I make beats for so and so? It mm. gotta gotta be motivated to do it to get yeah. your best out of it. You just do things to like do things like I get what you're saying. You're putting in the reps, like you want to be broad, but like if that's not your song, it's not gonna get the best out of you. Yeah. So like when that happens, right? That's for both of you guys. When that something like that happens, do you? How do you? prep yourself for the next time are you like oh that never happened again oh, or do you go like all right i know how to prep for it now maybe i'm gonna give it a try i'm gonna try it out like do you go through like some type of like steps to get ready for it or mm, i would say it might be different for you than mm -hmm. this is for me because you're producing and i'm dancing so i mean for me it's more of like all right taking a step back from myself and saying okay 
I may not love this, but what 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 comes out of me? What 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 do I feel when I when I hear this? Because it really comes out in feeling. You know what I'm saying? You listen to something and it's all feeling. Art makes you feel something, whether you're a dancer, whether you're a producer, whether you're an actor, whatever it is, but it makes you feel something. That's the core essence of art. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the core essence of art, really. So it's I take a step back and know and, and not necessarily know, but ask myself, what do I feel? And then I try to connect with that more than connecting with I know what the song is. What do I feel when I listen to the words and what I when I listen to the beat? Um, for me, um, I would say I just got to be open because, like, it depends on who you work. In my case, it depends on who I'm working with. If it's just for me, I'm not afraid to try. But it just won't get my best out of it if it's, like, not something I'm motivated to do. So, like, an example I can give is, like, Chuck. I was making a beat for him. And the way he's structuring the beats is, like, something I'm not accustomed to doing. Like, he comes in, like, building the beat and with, like, trap, like, Within 10 seconds, you hear most of the beat playing. So that was a learning experience. I was open to because the situation required it. So I was open to doing it. But, like, if I wasn't in that place, I probably wouldn't. Like, if he didn't teach me, I probably wouldn't know. And I probably wouldn't try. So I would say I'd be open to it. But, yeah, circumstances. Um, Just off of your answer, Paul, mm. you made it. I guess lit my like my question up a little more. Mm. My question is being a both of you. Um, when it's not in your ass. warehouse, and it's not something that works or something that you've done works for you, your sound, anything that you know, anything that you know that would usually be in your warehouse that you can just pick up and do. Does it make it? Does it make complacency? Is what I'm asking, because. One, what you said, you said you probably wouldn't have done it. Does it make it complacency? And then also what you said, Alex, uh, damn, this might not be my vibe. And I came in today and then I heard this and, nah, but I'm going to, I'll force myself to do it. But does it make it complacency? Does, is that complacency or is you forcing yourself, I guess, to do it, which, you know what I mean? Which is usually something that we frown on. Is that make up for it? What What's the difference between those things? All right, you want to go? I go after. Uh, in my case, is like like I said, is what the situation required. Cause like the beat wasn't the problem; it's just the structure. So like that's tapping mm-hmm. into something I'm not accustomed to. But it worked because we collabed on it. Mm-hmm. So it's still a touch of what I was doing, but just mixed with what was needed for mm-hmm. this specific situation. So I don't think it's complacency. I think it's just um, being able to adapt. I guess. I guess on that one, before Alex goes, I would go, okay, fine, you do this, you make this sound. But I feel like you can form this sound into something that's out of your territory usually. Mm -hmm. It's not your usual sound, Mm -hmm. but it's also out of your territory. So now on that front, not me coming with, not me coming to you with like some kind of equal, like I know where I want this to go. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, like specifically, mm-hmm. but are you able to fill in the dots and not just go, "Hey, I don't do this"? Yeah, and if I, know, I know you. I also know that it is, that you're early. What I'm saying, like in your big picture, do you see you yourself just, "Hey, I'm just gonna do it like this"? Or man, if you don't put your fucking shoe on, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> 
Hey. Yo, a marker. Yo, what are you doing, bro? This nigga sitting there fucking. You were sucked into the light. fucking Christ. Nah, yeah, okay. He's sitting there just sitting there. What the fuck is he doing? That's not Yo, bro. There's a demon out there talking to you? Suck Facts. No, First of all, it's not about me. I'm just looking at the fucking. What's, what's my man's? What's Mel Gibson's movie? Sucked into a black hole. There's no lights, bro. No, it's like literally, no, like, no lie. This is the passion. This is the passion of the Christ. Uh, fucking. <laughs> like, the, the retake. This is the nigga take. Uh, it was fucking light. It's completely dark and fucking light. And the wind's blowing. So this nigga's a dog. We're going to <laughs> we're going to ignore this nigga this who's pa- paranoid. out there talking to fucking demons and shit. <laughs> All right. He's whispering back. Shit. Like, um, okay, shit, I lost the, the question. I'm, I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to get back to you. I, all right. Three, two, one. Here we go. Okay. You have a, you have a certain sound. You have a certain sound that you make. Now, you might have somebody with a different sound mm-hmm. that comes to you. Now, what I'm asking is, basically, when you get that sound, is it something that you're putting yourself into as you would any other beat that you would decide to do for yourself? Or is it something that you have to drag yourself along to do, even though it's outside of your realm? Like, are you are you willing to... And where do you see yourself going? Like, do you see yourself being a master of this one? If you master the sound that you're on now, do you see yourself being a master of that sound? Or do you see yourself mastering that sound and then having not a hundred other different sounds, but being able to experiment and pretty much experiment and then being able to just live on that and be like, yo, this is me. Not, um, I've never done it. You know what I mean? Like, just what, what do you see from yourself? Uh, like I said, I'm just uh, I would continue to do what motivates me. But if the situation asks for it, I would collab and like make it work for the artist. Because at the end of the day, in my case, beats are fine. But if the artists don't choose them, it don't really mean anything. So like you kind of it's kind of fifty fifty. You kind of got to have your own style, but work with whoever wants whoever's interested in the beat. It kind of piggyback. It kind of piggybacks mm-hmm. off of what uh, Big said. It's, it's like um. You've already have your you have your sound, you have your patterns, things like that. Now say any other person any outside other person of your industry. Outside of that. Outside of the, to the rappers and things like that. Learn. Maybe, maybe, maybe Halsey comes in. Well not Halsey, but, but whatever. <laughs> but what I'm saying. Like like something like that. Right. Or like somebody that wants to that wants to flip a flip a beat and try to make it like a soul beat or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, definitely open. Because you, you still got your touch on it. Like they just flipped okay. your beat, you know what I'm saying? That's like, I'll still be credited. I think that happens all the time. Like, I think, uh, I think it was Metro Boomin. So, sorry to keep bringing him up, but like, no, go ahead. People had these stories where like they bring him beats and they were fire, and then he would say, "Yeah, that's fire," but take this out, mm-hmm. and then they'd be sitting there like, "What?" But like, you're gonna listen to Metro Boomin, like he tells you, and then those songs turn into hits. So it's like he didn't take away from your style. He just no, no, no. You like meshed with him. Like, guess you get what I'm saying. That's so like that's, it's still yours. That's also a different dynamic. Like mm. when, once you go to somebody and you be like, "Yo, your Metro Boomin," you're like, yeah, you're gonna listen to him. So right, right. That's it. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass the question on. Yeah, we go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Got uh, a restructure. Basically, yeah, basically the same thing. Uh, 
maybe you're a classical dancer, you're hip hop, you're a gyrator. You like to gyrate. <laughs> Watch out for the percolator. Watch out for the percolator. Gyrate was a specific <laughs> dance. <laughs> it might not be. Wine Yo, like I mean, that's what I think about. What do you think? You like to wind up OEA? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is, if somebody tells you to dance, but gyrator. You know what I mean? Uh, well, well, no, I feel like you know that because you, I mean, you got it in your blood, Spent, right? You know what I'm saying? Great. Like, we, we All right, if somebody tells you to do the waltz and mm-hmm. you haven't done the waltz yet, like, are you going to, Are you? do you approach it with a, my, my basic, my, really my basic question is not whether you would do it or not. Are you apprehensive? How do you approach it and does your approach make you complacent? Like, are you going to approach it with the same energy that you would do anything that you do like and that you favor the things that you don't like and if you don't favor, do you approach them with the same energy or do you just be like, ah, all right, let me if I have drag to. myself through it? <laughs> and my question is, if you do have to drag yourself through it, is that complacency or should you just take everything as it comes, learn, and things like that? Go ahead. All right. Well, speaking for myself, like whenever I'm resistant towards something, I am, I'm resistant. Like mm-hmm. I, I try to get myself in that headspace and where I want to achieve a goal, right? So I want to achieve something. Um, but naturally, I'm going to have a resistance towards it. So bringing it back to me, like actually stepping back from myself, because really you're, you know, when you're collaborating with somebody, not necessarily working with somebody, but you, I always like to think of collaboration, right? So how can I make this just as spectacular as it is for me, but it is for you. How can we create such a, a great uh, production, a great piece, a great set, whatever it may be? I try to step back from myself and try to ask myself, what do I, wh- how can this make me grow rather than versus, mm, nah, I got to do this. And I, shit, I mean, I already signed up for this. So I got to do this. Let me try to make it the best thing that I can. No, because I feel like if you do that, you're just going to have some kind of like disdain in your in your viewpoint. Natural at that point, yeah. It's you're you're forcing yourself yourself. to do it. You're thinking, damn, what does this person want to see? Instead of, hey, I've been hired as this dancer on this specific type of beat, and now it's no longer yourself dancing. It's you're trying to dance in 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 the ideas of someone in else. someone else's ideas and you just you naturally put off by that you're not gonna you're not gonna give it your it's all it's not fun anymore but then it's at the you. same at the same time like i like to involve the other end of the arts that i'm in as an actor so what is i i try to understand what not what i'm trying to do with this dance but what is this what is this character trying to do with this dance what is he trying to achieve because that's really and I, in the acting in the acting realm sphere as a character as your character is, is going throughout the play script whatever it may be they're always trying to achieve something right so i try to step in from that angle then like what is this character trying to achieve you know by doing this what is what is he going to what is he going to be able to get or what's going to come out of it if he does nail this you know what i'm saying yeah you have a really good duality in that point whereas as a dancer where you want to express yourself but you're also an actor at the same time where you're actually you have the capabilities to be able to without having to diminish your dance abilities, you can still act in that position because mm-hmm. you have those two different like skill sets. I really don't talk to-